Good morning for Thursday, January 20th, 2011. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Obama prods China on human rights. As vowed, the House votes to repeal the health care law, and U.S. prepares to lift ban on Guantanamo trials. In today's national headlines, in an ocean of firearms, Tucson is far away, and potential conflicts for two justices. In today's business headlines, higher taxes wouldn't end some deficits. In Galleon Insider Trading Case, another guilty plea. In Goldman Sachs' profit drops 53% on clients' caution. There will be more business stories along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Obama Prods China on Human Rights. President Obama on Wednesday gently but pointedly prodded China to make progress on human rights. But he sought to focus most of the attention during a closely watched state visit with President Hu Jintao on the expanding economic relationship between the United States and its biggest economic rival. Obama said that differences on human rights were an occasional source of tension between our two governments. As the two leaders stood side by side at a nationally televised news conference, he called on China to live up to human rights values that he said were enshrined in the Chinese Constitution, adding that Americans have some core views as Americans about the universality of certain rights, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of assembly. Who, for his part, seemed to hearten White House officials, acknowledging that China had a ways to go on human rights issues. China still faces many challenges in economic and social development, Hu said, and a lot still needs to be done in China in terms of human rights. But he noted that China was willing to talk to the United States only within the confines of the principle of non-interference in each other's internal affairs. Administration officials said the human rights discussion continued in private, illustrating how a visit marked by public displays of pomp and harmony belied a more fractious relationship over matters that included North Korea and the Chinese currency. They said Obama pressed Hu specifically on China's imprisonment of its Nobel laureate Liu Xiaobao during a private dinner at the White House on Tuesday and a larger session between the leaders and their delegations on Wednesday. As always with state visits, there was a healthy dose of rainmaking. The White House, for instance, announced that the two countries had made business deals that the president said would generate $45 billion in American exports. Officials said that China had also agreed to take additional steps that would curtail the theft of intellectual property and expand the opportunities for American investment in China. Calling for the two countries to break out of the old stereotypes that somehow China is simply taking manufacturing jobs and taking advantage of low wages, Obama said during a meeting with Hu and American and Chinese business leaders that it was important for American companies to be allowed into China's vast marketplace. The relationship between powers, he said, must be much more complex than one in which America functions simply as a market for Chinese products. The news conference with the two leaders came at the midpoint in a long day for the two men that was packed with ceremony, from the fife and drum band that greeted Hu on the White House lawn, to a state lunch hosted by Vice President Joseph Biden and Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton to a full state dinner at the White House.